Welcome to the Rose Garden. I'm Holly and I'm here with Julia. Hello. Back with week four. Yes, we are here. Can you believe it's week four already? Well, yes and no. Yeah. Like talking about last week, it feels so much later, but now I'm like, eh, week four. Okay. It feels like week two at the same time as week seven. Yes, that's a great, that's a great way to put I'm it. I'm well, so confused the weird thing is because of the new girls the new girls suddenly there yeah. are 20 girls in the house okay poor fucking matt james i i don't think that anybody would ask for this like no. honestly, and no so woman funny. would want to be the one stuck waiting and they said like we've been waiting in the hotel this whole time these girls saying like they we've been here for three weeks anna we all know a week is three fucking days yeah and so have they they've just been bored out of their fucking minds while you get to go hang out with matt and bitch with the girls seriously yeah it's honestly (laughs) are they like my question is 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 it all is it just girls that like they've wanted to be in it or were they like waitlisted girls and then they were like oh this would be fun let's have them come with the other girls and then just change things up I think they might have been planning this because they do this in the international versions like it's kind of normal I think Australia they do this pretty much every season and they call them the invaders (laughs) yeah except in an Australian accent that I can't do (laughs) so it's the invaders that's actually not bad right it's like and these girls are not as good at naming naming themselves the ogs which bitch says stands for original girls <laughs> and the newbies like how uncreative i to, like feel it starts to feel like game showy like we're watching big brother or something yeah. i i just don't there's no point like, there's no fucking point and it's also kind of like annoying drama to stir up like I don't really want that no none of it's good and also it's very disconnected the whole episode kept jumping from like plot line that's supposed to move the story and Matt's story forward and irrelevant side drama that's literally has nothing to do with the dates going on or anything and it's so disconnected it was a little bit but I will say I kind of I kind of played into it like a little bit I felt like because it wasn't just the standard like okay here's a one-on-one here's the mm-hmm. group day, here's a group day and whatever order. I mean it kept it interesting it kept it interesting and that's why I say like this episode was fun but I wouldn't categorize it the same kind of fun episode as we've talked in the past like it's not there's some parts of it where it's just so cringy that I'm like I it's got some high highs and some low lows and that's kind of been the theme for the season but it's really extremely obvious right now in this episode like the contrast the juxtaposition of like the worst girls and the best girls is just mind-blowing seriously but I'd rather have this than an entire season focused on trauma bonding and so true airing everybody's dirty laundry out into the world like this is at least like nobody it's all superficial you know like at yeah the end although day, the dirty laundry airing thing I mean yes <laughs> until Anna fucking runs her mouth that's the thing is it was fine if I and I, I they didn't start the episode with that stupid little cold teaser thing where they start with Anna bringing up the escort not thing that's literally she I have her verbatim we'll get into it the thing she's saying which is just wild and that's how we start the episode so immediately you're like I'm waiting for this petty terrible like dirty laundry that's not even like anything but even if it was like that'd be so fucked it'd be worse if it was true yeah No, totally. Like, <laughs> it's so beyond fucked. In either case, it's terrible. And exactly. the way that she, like, responded to it, which we'll get to, would be <laughs> more disappointing. Like, she so should have a huge apology. Because she she knows what she did is wrong. And, like, fortunately, Brittany is not dumb. And she is saying the thing. She's quick with everything, yeah. every response, even when she's shocked and, like, emotional. She's... Anyway, we are diving ahead because the episode dove ahead. And it really did. I, I fucking hate those beginning clips, as I've mentioned too many times now. They need to go. They need to go. 
Like they throw me off so much. We're going to see it later. It's more exciting when I see it later. Don't give it to me at the very beginning. Yes. Thank you. And enough of that. Um, Bachelor producers, are you listening? Because we're talking to you, editors, actually. Seriously. Before we fully dive in, though, I feel like the name of this podcast title should be like, hooray, Victoria did not redeem herself. (laughs) Because last week, that was a dumb title. But last week, we, we kept saying like, Oh no, people are starting are, to- Is like, she going to redeem herself? We were worried. Went back into the grave again. So good job, Victoria. <laughs> we love to see you fail. We, I love what, when we, there was a lot of Victoria just being fully outsmarted. The producers, like taste of her own medicine shit going down. It was glorious. So let's get into it. Cause we kind of start right away. After that stupid little moment of the teaser, we start with the girls in the house just saying mean things about Sarah and how glad they are she's gone. Some are meaner than others. Victoria herself chooses the words, she took the trash, took itself out, which is when Katie says verbatim, can you stop? Seriously, she's gone. There's no point in saying negative things about her anymore. Victoria says, no, I won't stop. Katie, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Oh my God, Katie, shut up. And then she comes to Katie and asks for an apology while Katie is painting her nails and they are wet. And you can see her holding her hands in a weird (laughs) way, trying. Yeah. She's like, literally, my fucking nails are wet. Like, I was not ready for this, even though she looks cute as hell. Right. Excuse me, white t-shirt and those like jeans. Cute. So cute. So cute. The audacity. It was like so pathetic. Like, and then when Katie was like, so what are you actually bringing up this conversation for? What do you want me to apologize for? And she's like, you were rude to me. And then she sits there, she pauses. Uh, uh, well, you were rude to me. (laughs) Katie's like, you were... I just told you to stop. You were being no, rude. She literally, she was like, you were being a fucking bitch and I'm going to tell a bitch <laughs> they're being a bitch. God bless. And then all Victoria can say, well, but I think you're a bitch. No, she didn't say, I think she goes, well, you're a bitch. She's <laughs> no fucking like comebacks. <laughs> she literally is so bad. So bad. And like, you could see, it was awesome though, to see Katie school her in this moment because nobody has stood up to her. It was glorious. And- we were talking about last week how everyone's threatened by Victoria if they get on her bad side at all by saying anything out loud that she's gonna just like put them in a corner and yeah stuck. but Katie is outspoken in a way where like she schooled Victoria and now Victoria can't do anything about that's it that's the thing she was so good about it that yeah. she left Victoria with n- nothing she fully disarmed her yeah because if you think about it, like, what is Victoria's, what would she do? Go to Matt James again and be like, oh my God, Katie's being mean. Like she said this. And he's then, bullying me. And then he's going to be like, well, didn't you say this about Marilyn? And like, what is even true? Like, yeah. hopefully you figure that out. I feel like at that point he would just be like, why are people bullying Victoria? Yeah. Like what, like yeah. you know, the connection of Something. like. Something, well. My hope is that he starts to see through it when uh, she comes for girls he really likes, like these new girls, which he knows there's no reason to come for, you know? Like, he didn't know enough about Marilyn to make any judgment call. He Well, and Victoria plays, like, this little victim. She says all these lines that are so... I was re-watching some moments, and they're all... I was like, why is she saying the same thing over and over again every time she sits down with him? She's like, oh my god, it's just so hard for me to open up. I just want to run. You know, when things get hard, I just want to run. So, like, it's great that you're making me want to stay. You're making me want to stay. I was like, all of this sounds so familiar from every other fucking season of the show, specifically what I'm thinking of Juan Pablo season. I believe it was his pick, Nikki, who said that she wants to bolt. It might've been Claire. <laughs> but she was scared, right? Because it was like a far along in the process. It was the final three, probably yeah. two. I think, no, cause it wasn't Andy. So it was final two. 
Well, it's like lines like that can sometimes blow over okay if it's enough time in the season where you've connected with him. But Victoria, what? Because it was real and stuff. And then he didn't know what she was trying to say because she used the word bolt. And he goes, the fuck? (laughs) He's so confused. He's like, bolt? What are you saying? I miss that season. Take me back. What a great time to be alive. Oh my god. Also, what a I was going through surgery during that season. What a fucking blessing to have that to watch every week. And you're like on pain meds and watching Juan Pablo make a fool of himself. And I've never remembered a season so clearly. <laughs> I I bet. I fully like not one of my tops, one of the tops, just like such a great mess. Rewatch it anytime, any place, you name it, I'm there. Juan Pablo season, that's why I remembered. It's like, why is this so familiar? It's because she's like copying. And girl is, des- she's got a plan to be a TV personality and she doesn't give a fuck. She's as bad as she's acting because she's willing to act this bad. Yeah. But she doesn't care because she knows reality TV, the more awful you are, the more people will talk about you. Exactly. And she does not care if it's good or bad. She was on an episode of Selling Sunset. Apparently, I need to go watch it now. I need pretending to, to buy an eleven million dollar house. You know, like we know that she's not. She was like at an open house prospective buyer or something. Girl, we know you were arrested for trying to steal two hundred fifty dollars in Florida out of like a Walmart. Oh my god! Even and if it was eight years also, ago, like her stupid beauty product website like that's all a joke clearly from it's her she's like such, can you imagine buying skincare from victoria like not to be shaming for looks and stuff but girl you don't wash your face no you not don't wash your face you have a sty yeah like i get eye bags too but the sty that's a problem totally yeah what uh, just my and the bra I'll never get over the bra the bra is that's 100% in your control and your choice a choice she made so I have no problem trashing that (laughs) or her belt the sideways belts from the picture no one else is talking about that one everyone should be talking about that one seriously let's move on from this because Katie schools her it's brilliant um then we have a group date where we get a little bit of a break from drama and we have some cute one-on-one moments with obvious girls but Chelsea is the real standout of the night as she gets the rose I loved like hearing about the struggles of having black hair I thought that was really cool and like and this is what I mean by high highs and low lows totally and it definitely wasn't producer push like this Mm -mm. was a this was like not a trauma bonding moment at all it was just like a great like woke sharing moment it opening up and like honesty and like positivity because it was a positive thing it wasn't trauma bonding and that's what's really beautiful about it because she brought it up with like photos of her and you know she was showing old photos of her with her hair because this haircut was very recent and a whole empowering thing and it all had a positive spin and you know we she opens up about how like in all of it in a positive way which is so great because it's so rare it's always tears you know and she's like well I was you know using hair relaxer since I've been two years old so it's been really was quite a moment for me to just shave my hair and all of it and just great fantastic freeing okay this this, please I love Chelsea I think that was an awesome moment do you feel like Matt James is a really good listener or a really bad listener because it's either one or the other. And I, I think in this moment, in this moment, I thought he was a really bad listener. I think he's a bad listener because he says the same thing. He says the same thing every time. He literally looked at her after she finished and he was all, thank you. I can't imagine. Thank you for telling me that. Thank you for sharing that with me. I can't imagine. Um, it's like he wants to make out with her while she's talking and I'm like bro like know your time and place he's a real part like he's not a bad person no none of that's what I'm gonna say next but he's a party boy who thinks he's done being a party boy but he's not done being a party boy and you can tell based on the company like his friends because none of them you know it's like the friend frat bros when they're all still single they're all gonna none of them are gonna get into a serious relationship right and I don't think Matt James is gonna be the first one to break that and they're whatever friend group they've got you know 
because it's yeah. Tyler Cameron. And I mean, there were some videos that came out that were like of just him and his friends and neither of them did it, said it or did anything bad, but they're around like assholes saying shitty things and they're just kind of okay with it. And that's, you're like, okay, so you still have this, you act like you're a feminist and, you know, really empowering women, but then you're allowing that kind of shit to slide around you. Like that's kind of the, I mean, we've kind of been talking about that with him that like, he's passive and kind of and complacent in really annoying ways. It's like, at first I was yeah. thinking, woohoo Matt James it's like he's perfect bachelor material but then like you see him on these one-on-ones and I'm like he's or these he's moments not, and he's, he's not ready to settle down bottom line is that's like I see him I don't even see him proposing at the end of this I see him leaving with someone because that's the thing is I think he is like different enough and like to not be someone who wants to propose for this sake with the pressure of the show. Like, I don't think he's going to be like a Dale and feel, get that kind of thing be pushed into it. Right. But I still don't think he's ready. And I don't think he'll end up with whoever he chooses to date. I think they'll date a few months and break up once the new bachelorette has aired and everyone's not talking about it anymore. You know, I don't know though, like Michelle on this episode. God, I hope so. And that's the thing. I don't want that to be true. That's my fears, you know? Totally. And I agree with that. I just, this like specific moment really kind of. Yeah. Held it for me. I felt that too. Oh God. Like he's just not like Chelsea, you're so much better than talking to this. It felt like a party moment where you're talking to a guy who's a little bit like a little too drunk. (laughs) A little buzz. Yeah. A little buzzed and like, you know you're feeling it because you're kind of drunk but like you're talking about something that he does not understand at all because he's just not there yet and they're just nodding and going yeah 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 also you we're talking about a little drunk and I just got the immediate image of Matt James using the phrase Liddy you know when guys say that Liddy that's what I see yeah and it's sad it is kind of sad I feel like- I want better for him and I know there is better for him in his future totally it's and just got, not now he's got so much potential it's just I I see that too I don't know we'll we'll see maybe yeah, hopefully I mean if he can pick the woman that will bring out the best in him then I think that could you know maybe he is will be ready but I don't think he's gonna pick the right one and so then I think it's not gonna work because right, okay. I I have a few ideas of who the right ones are <laughs> yep yeah so Chelsea gets the rose nothing else happened on that date it was just a cocktail party which I know we've talked in the past about how it yeah like this was cut short I guess because of the Sarah leaving but the day portions always suck so just be glad you guys didn't have to go wrestle you know seriously um yeah so then we go to the cocktail party where I get my favorite moment of all time Anna and Victoria are both really chatty before the um, cocktail party starts about how they're going to get their time. And Victoria's like, I'm going to pull him first. She doesn't. Then she finally gets to pull him. She sits him down to talk about, I like to run, you know, (laughs) she had to have that fake serious conversation. And our Lord and Savior, Chris Harrison, (laughs) interrupts Victoria and I've never been so happy in my entire life to see Chris Harrison's shining, beaming face. Seriously. He knew exactly what he was doing and was so excited to be doing it while holding his poker face, but I could see it in his eyes. Totally. It was the best producer move. Normally, I don't like those. This was amazing. It was brilliant. It was just the perfect. And she's pissed at, like, Chris so Harrison. <laughs> and she looks so, and she even, like, knows that she shouldn't be because in her in the moment she's like I'm angry like should I be this angry like I don't know why I'm so angry and I'm like it was genius because if it was any other girl yeah oh my god yes exactly if it were any other girl she would be fucking flipping her shit they found the way they found the way be like well because Victoria's reactions are all the same to the same thing so it's getting old so what can we do fuck with her with someone she can't lash out on seriously except instead she took it out on all the new girls instead so it kind of was not great and backfired and it was awful that was like any of the girls who were all of the girls who were just like 
fuck the new girls just pissed me off. I was so over it. Like, you deserve to leave. If you're that fucking threatened, you don't have a relationship with him enough to stay. Yeah. Like, you're not... The new girls coming in, bottom line, is never going to change whether or not you were meant to be his fucking wife. Totally. And that's what's, like... These girls just, like, must not watch this show. They're idiots. Well, no, they all started watching a couple years ago. Oh, right. And anyone who did that is an idiot <laughs> if you it's haven't been watching awesome. since his birth you're oh my God. seriously you have like no it's they, they they know what they're doing but it's because they've only seen a couple the latest seasons and like that's they don't know they haven't been studying it they haven't ingrained these realizations of like the patterns they yeah. only have seen the latest patterns which is villains being having redemption arcs and suddenly being the voice of the people totally and they're all falling so hard so victim to this bullshit because they all look like shit to watch it's like oh my god like with mj too let's just talk about these new girls coming in yes because that's what happens next so i mean granted of course they knew to throw in britney first whose plan was to make out with him don't love that but that's again the kind of forced kisses with yeah, we never like, which is but Victoria trashing her for that is hilarious. When Victoria shoved another girl away to make out with him in front of the rest of them at a photo shoot, yeah, exactly, just less than a week ago, less than a week ago, and then to she literally says at one point, I would never interrupt another girl to go make out with him. She verbatim said that, Julia. Hypocrisy. It's not surprising, though. No, everything she says is hypocritical. I wish somebody would call her out for that. But they called. Remember, I'm just gonna insert a list of things she she called Brittany, slur, which we'll get to. Lacks a lot of class. Coming from you. Yeah. Right. Um. Arrested in Florida. Slutty for making out with Matt within seconds of knowing him just the hypocritical things coming out of her mouth it's the same as with katie when she's like i think it was really rude of you to shut me up tell me to like stop talking when she literally said shut the fuck up katie <laughs> like yeah you, seriously. She pulls, she's a full trumper like with the like way she tries to gaslight she's like you are silencing me i'm allowed to speak my truth Oh my god! It's so telling you, calling out your what you're saying being shitty. It's the whole like everyone's entitled to their own opinion bullshit. And so when you're an asshole and you literally put down others, you use that card. But then nobody else really can have an opinion, and that's the the true hypocrisy of a Trump. The fallacies of her arguments are just astounding. Needs to take a fucking logics class. She needs to just shut up. Someone just needs to put duct tape on her mouth and like leave her that way. She can go about the rest of her life just without talking. I want to like put a bar of soap in her mouth. Oh, that'd be fun. Because like, they do that on Housewives. That sounds like something they did on Desperate Housewives. It was. No, my mom would always, my, my mom was always threatening with me with that and my brothers. Like if you use that word, I'm going to put a bar of soap in your mouth. Of course she did. But yeah I want to do that it's like not in the way that people use it for like their kids swearing no it's better (laughs) because it's the one time where I think it's justified to think because it's that vile (laughs) it's symbolic yeah Uh, yeah so Brittany comes out makes out with him all the girls are watching from that same fucking window as they did on night one Brittany walks in and she actually like I rewatched this just like before we started talking she could not have been friendlier the way she walked in she was like hey girls um nice to meet you I'm trying to like ease the tension and immediately Victoria goes so are you like the backup they sent in because Sarah left she literally said backup three times to, to So you're a backup. She was like, so you're the backup because they kept backups here for backup reasons or something like that. And Brittany was quick though. She's like, I think they just wanted to save the best for last. It was quick. And Victoria was not ready for that quick oh because all she could say is, I don't think so. 
Like she has nothing to like that's she's like Ugh. I I don't think so. I don't think that's it. Yeah, I don't think that's it is what she says. She's like, I don't think that's it. Oh my god. That's you're stupid. <laughs> and then she's in her little one-on-one with the camera going, she's a slut in the horror. She's a slur. Like I, she's done something. And like, why do you need to explain what a slur is? <laughs> you're an idiot. He was like, she's a slur, slut, horror. And I was like, what is, what is with this thing? The hand gesture thing, the like using her hands to like describe different levels and like separate words. I just don't get it. Did someone on the show go, I am here? Oh, yes, I, she did. And you are here. And you know when it was? It was Chris Soul season with Ashley I being the one who's supposedly down here being told that by crazy Kelsey Poe. You <gasps> oh my I, God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. I need to refresh my memory. I'm of pretty that. sure that's when this happened, but some it happened at some point where she literally is like, I am here and you are here. Yikes. Yeah. And so oh. she's totally just using that on the two-on-one date. She's fully just like, and that's the thing is she's been studying reality shows and trying to be a reality star for ages. That's oh, why she gives us such Vienna vibes from 10 years ago. She's dated. <laughs> she's not keeping up with the times. Cause and she's really like all on the same way. Like 2009. She, yeah. It's bad. Which that, that season was 2015, but still, still <sighs> terrible. That's what it, it's so <laughs> insane. Mari says this, I had to write down because she goes, a lot of us won't be okay with it about the girls coming in. And I'm like, bitch, who asked you? You don't get a say in it. You, It's not about, if you're not okay with it, you get to leave. I, a la Victoria later. Um, She's also one of the annoying ones. Like- so annoying. I was like, bitch, shut up. And she is threatened by our Miss Puerto Rico universe, Catalina, who comes in. Because, bitch, Miss Puerto Rico Universe is real impressive. <laughs> like, that's... Seriously. And then she takes her fucking tiara off. I could not... When she did this, I... When I tell you the restraint... Of course she was a pageant queen and didn't actually... Because she comes over and is so... Ni- this is what happens. She comes in with her pa- her crown and stuff. Victoria's immediately like... <gasps> my thing it's been stolen and she calls her over like hey come here Catalina I want to come get to know you it was the creepiest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life and then she goes I'm Queen Victoria like I'm Victoria like the queen because literally Catalina's so she's like oh um did you compete she genuinely thinks oh it's another pageant queen I'm gonna be nice because like she just she didn't even see what happened with she has no idea she has no idea what she just walked into all these poor women yeah I could oh my god and she takes her crown and these girls are like laughing and going like <laughs> Victoria, like clearly like uncomfortable laughing, but still yeah. it's just like, I would be like, bitch, give, you can't do that. I can't. Later too, they all get, some of them get really awkward with how uncomfortable Victoria makes them feel. So I can't remember what moment it was, but it was all kind of quiet. Oh, it was after um, Michelle sits down, like after all of them have gotten there and mm-hmm. it's quiet for a little bit. And then somebody chimes in is like, yeah, this like, this is uncomfortable because of Victoria. Mm-hmm. And it's like, don't cover for I them. think it was Serena P doing that. Cause I rem- I was trying to catch the girls who were apologizing for the vibe. Cause they showed us a lot of Katie and there was like a half second of a profile of someone's face. And I think it was Serena P, but like, I didn't see her dead on. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if it was. But it seems like Serena P. And yeah, like, Mich- oh. No, Michelle comes in and Anna calls it disrespectful that new girls are coming in. <laughs> Bitch, yeah. have you ever been disrespected in your life? Right. Like, what is disrespectful? This has about? nothing to do with you. And yet, later on, I have a quote verbatim from Anna that messes with my relationship, that messes with my feelings, that directly affects me. <laughs> that was one clip. 
of her speaking directly to the camera and not breaking eye contact, not blinking and keeping that creepy smile on her damn face. I literally, watching Anna this episode, I was like, wow, I wonder what her parents are thinking. <laughs> My like first thought, I'm like, I wonder, cause I feel like she is the type of girl that like surprises parents by how much of a bully she is without them knowing. 100% because she thinks she's a nice girl. And, but she like fronts like she's the nice one and the like- exactly. And you see it on her face. She gets called out for being a bitch. And she's like, oh my God, I know that's horrible to say. She knows what she's doing is wrong and she keeps doing it. And she Uh. is going to be the one who is most affected by the way everyone's going to deservedly bash on her. She's going to be fucked up from this. Girls, I'm just saying right now, you are already unstable. The show broke you. They tried and they knew you were the easiest to crack. And they were like, let's fuck with her. Girl, she hates, she's heard of from Chicago. Go. And she snapped like a fucking twig immediately and is awful and deserves all the hate she's getting towards her. But she's not going to be able to handle it. And like, she needs therapy. Like, just as a precursor to what's about to come her way, even. Oh, totally. And I think she's probably not going to be on any other spinoff. No, because I think she's going to be affected like this the same way Olivia Caridi was. I don't think she's, I think she deserves it more than Olivia Caridi. Yeah. Way more, because she's bringing this all on herself. Whereas Olivia was just like, there was no good villain at it. So go, you know? Yeah, totally this season there are a thousand villains to choose from so like if you're making the spotlight that means you're awful you're being awful you know she was like so much worse than my image of victoria in this mm-hmm. episode because she she's the one who knows she knows what she's doing is wrong victoria yeah. i mean victoria knows she's mean but she doesn't care like she has zero empathy i think anna is just fully selfish and just oh 100% mean like she, it's all her own like she says my feelings my like it's her insecurities it's all about her yeah it's it very has nothing to do with her she's lucky to be there still totally she's only there because she's about to snap she would have been gone two weeks ago it's also just confusing to me to hear girls like her say how upset they are because they haven't had time and these new girls are going to take that and that same bullshit because it's like there are a bunch of other girls there that are in your position it's not like we're in week six and you've never had a one-on-one and you're never on group dates yeah it's like it's not that way so early it's so early you're just so early why are you digging your own grave this early like it's pathetic there have been two of these girls who've gotten one-on-one dates yeah that's it exactly none of you have a bond yet and the way they're talking she's like like you know like well we're like actually already like him and you this was serena p later actually when because michelle was like oh my god i'm excited about having this date so i can decide you know get to know him and see if i like him and she's like you don't even know there are people here who already like and this is when they all started were piling on so it just this is like when katie started to realize like you guys like you're just harping on them. You're all just like, we're angry, but like, it's not their fucking fault. Why no. are you guys making it about, oh, they don't even know. Like you are, have to decide if you like him. We've been here and already like him. Like what the fuck does, that's not fair. That means she needs the time more than you guys. What the fuck? How does that add up to anything it in your head? any sense because it like almost shows that you shouldn't be on a show like this if you can't understand the other girls, even in the quote-unquote OG group. How come you're so threatened by new girls when every second you're there, you're not getting time with him, somebody else is? Why don't you talk shit about them? Like, yeah, why? And they're doing this because they need something to take up time since they're not traveling. They yeah. need to fuck with your heads and traveling makes you more exhausted. Yeah. They need something else. They need to drag it out longer. They need, like, just be, have some like an ounce of perspective about the situation you're in like mm-hmm. there's just zero perspective and they have not been there long enough to be ex- making these ex- and quarantine is not a fucking excuse we were all quarantined right like, it's not that hard their quarantine's probably fucking awesome like they probably get room service 100 percent. well we've all just been in quarantine and stuff and it's like it's not that just 
Like, shut up. You're not special. It's- that doesn't no. make your, this isn't harder for you because of quarantine being leading up to it. That means it was easier for you to drop your fucking life. You're not missing out on shit. Right. It's like, so shut up about like, and it's harder like for me. The epitome of just like such ignorant privilege. And it's really disgusting to watch. Yeah. Like, you're going to put down a girl for who cares if she has been involved at all in any sort of like sex work or whatever you're trying to accuse her of like not only are you ruining somebody's life like Katie said by exploiting something like that if it is or is not true she was she relishing has- it and telling everybody like you're not only just doing that but you're also like degrading her for something that's not even like you shouldn't be yeah like why why would you bring it up in the like if it's true why is it a problem why why is it a story and it's also I don't know it's just like the word escort to me is so (laughs) funny it's so like I feel like I'm fucking watch like watching breakfast at Tiffany's or something Mm -hmm. like escorts like I just don't why would you use that word like I mean I guess it's better than being like she's a sugar I think it's because it means you could be the date and not have sex (laughs) Mm, right and because she actually can't confirm any of that but it she's she's basically saying and this is I mean we can get into this wait can um, we like for one second though I do what talking about Anna specifically the way she brings it up she's like first she says that she's gotten word to watch out for her and then mm -hmm. she changes it to oh and she's an escort like how are those related like what this is what she's yeah she says I was warned about her um, by some girls in the Chicago social scene, um, the bottle service scene to be specific. She's not a bottle girl, but she um, knows and a lot of rich, wealthy men in Chicago. So there's a rumor. This is literally how she phrases it. There is a rumor she is an escort because she's friends with these she's friends she's associates with these rich wealthy men in chicago so there's a rumor she's an escort no that is verbatim what she says she admits in the original sentence that there is nothing the only reason this rumor exists is because she's been seen with wealthy men and isn't a bottle service girl so that must mean she's an escort it's just like A plus B does not equal C. Like there's no, where's the B? Like what's going on here? Like just I, jumping the gun. Wild leap. Yeah, wild, wild leap. And even if there was some jurisdiction to make us all think, yep, she is a in bottle service, <laughs> an escort, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> who cares? Like, I just don't understand why. There's no story to it, but she told it to Victoria, who will, she knows, she's like, yeah. me and Victoria can go burn this shit down to the ground because otherwise, I have no chance of being anything on this show. It's Seriously. just like a desperate fucking move. But we did jump ahead. We still haven't even, in, so like Michelle, the other one who comes, the one we who later gets a one-on-one date, clearly has a great kind of moment with Matt. We also had poor, honestly, justice for Kim, Kimberly, the ICU nurse. We got one sentence out of, and I checked her Instagram and she's so cool. I'm like, oh, sad. That's so sad. So sad. It was the only one who didn't stay too. It was like, of course, an ICU nurse who couldn't meet girl literally is like i need a fucking break like look at her instagram like this girl just wants to have fun for once she would have stayed and just enjoyed the process for a few weeks you couldn't give her that right you're like don't you can't just give her the sympathy card like she doesn't want to go back to work (laughs) and then ryan who um later i i like but we don't see too much of her but what we do see i liked um we got the rose ceremony and we have to say goodbye to kim Kayla and Kylie, all the K, not all the Ks. There's so many K names. Okay. It's such a fucking shit show. I was kind of, okay, I'm glad that Kayla and Kylie left. Me I, too. Kylie, the K names are confusing. Kylie, we didn't like because she clearly showed that even though she was trying to rock that lingerie at first, she's not really that. She's boring. <laughs> she's boring. And her her dress that she brought was boring day one. That and, just sucked. 
remember Kayla was like kind of friend zone like with the pickup truck. Yeah. No, Kayla was definitely friend zoned early on. And like, yeah. she was kind of her, her. I think he made a good choice. Yeah. It made sense. Home. Yeah. I would have sent a few more home also though. That's the thing is it wasn't that many considering five walked in. So was it 17 now? 20. Well, because wasn't it 20 and then three go home? It was so 18. Then five came, then three went home. That's what happened. There were 23 before the rose ceremony. Like when five girls walked into the house, it went from 18 to 23. So how the okay, again, how long is this season? Ten girls have to go home tomorrow next week. Like at like up to 10. Like just it needs to happen. There needs to be a huge cut. Well, for we are halfway through this week. That's the other thing, is the rose ceremonies are all off. So we But like Holly, that is crazy. Like I don't it's so many women yeah that's why it's like these girls acting like they've they're so far along it's absurd right because (laughs) because even so there were 18 of them still right five more is not that big a difference and again there's only been two and and he only said three one-on-ones more women home if new women hadn't come you know right yeah it's just it's so confusing it's so much it's too and too many k names yeah. yeah anyway so we get through the rose ceremony and the next day we get a little ben higgins chat good old higgy boy comes on back because he always does shocking we didn't see him on bachelorette last right. year this season i thought it was so funny that matt was like <laughs> matt james is like so i don't know if this is like normal in every season but like you're ever are you ever like on a date with all these women and then there's like five more suddenly and ben like just doesn't respond he's like no <laughs> he's like they've never done that before no okay. he has no answer <laughs> ben <laughs> calls them the new regime and matt like nervously laughs like, oh my God. <laughs> there's a lot of war terminology going on in this episode well it's kind of accurate it's I'm- exactly it's very um yeah and Matt James knew that there was going to be a, a lot of catty behavior he was he like he was bracing himself but not enough he wasn't doing it he wasn't being proactive enough about it that's for sure because we get a pumpkin race oh yes no this is what <laughs> happens I was gonna say I was like did something happen before this nope then we jump right into our pumpkin race um <laughs> or what's her name Why Maggie Maggie poor Maggie <laughs> pumpkin just they i was looking at they're round so you literally can't steer them they don't go a straight direction they're pumpkin shaped it actually sounds really hard look i was watching this like no that's just hard and later i think they did at the end have her do a clip where they were like just just paddle a bit and yell for the like i don't believe i think that was fully staged yeah totally the end credit the very end looked kind of like it was getting dark and i was like oh yeah, I, I out there like, her to go back and like do it a moment for the. It was footage. full on like an Andy Bernard like the office moment where he's just like out in the lake, uh-huh. <laughs> just like going off photograph <laughs> the pumpkin. Oh my god, basically, basically, yeah, genius. Oh my god, yeah. So we have the pumpkin paddling, and then there's like squirrel costumes. Um, what what is going on? Um so confused then anna starts bragging to the camera about how she found britney's nut i'm not gonna go there <laughs> I, mean, I don't have to it it it, it writes itself i found britney <laughs> she's like i found britney's nut so i hid britney's nut i'm just like i need you to stop saying nut right now please britney had her in the moment and she was like i cannot find my nut i feel like <laughs> I feel like that was just her responding to a question about like how hard it was. I think it was just a standard comment like, "Oh, it took me forever to find my nut," and it wasn't in the like. I don't think Anna really did much. I really don't. Oh, I fully believe she would have. She hit her nut, and... but where the fuck would her nut go? Producer. <laughs> I know, like. It's all just a pile of shit. They already have to dig through it. Why? The nuts were assigned? Yeah, what? That's what was so confusing. There were so many confusing elements of this. But either way, it's malicious and fuck off, Anna. Like, stop being proud of yourself for hiding the nut. 
someone that damn squirrel they couldn't even like find the finish line after they found all their nuts like (laughs) and then fucking maggie's still in the water (laughs) and like what mari wins and there was no prize nothing happened right did anything happen we didn't even like there's no prize i don't know if i was not paying attention to the beginning but i I, definitely wasn't (laughs) i didn't hear that it was like the first one like with the prize yeah I only noticed because I remember because I think Brie said something about how she's like yeah I'm gonna try to win because I want to and time with Matt and whatever that prize is and stuff or to show my prize I was like what prize nothing happened they probably did the same thing they always do they like give them a fucking sash take a photo and are like here have a photo (laughs) oh my god she should have gotten like a little bit of one-on-one time with him yeah it was the like most let down but she already got like the um you're on the losing team but like I want to spend time with you so come on the date yeah Yeah. like that bullshit move so she doesn't need any more no I think it's also she's lost steam I think it's she's kind of done I don't think she's gonna be much of a player anymore yeah I don't know I mean she was super annoying was it on this date at the cocktail party that she literally was like what did she say? She goes, everything happens for a reason. Oh, that was about Sarah at the very beginning or something. Right. Yeah. She goes, well, everything happens for a reason. It's like, bitch, that's easy to, for you to say when she's it's been annoying happening. consistently, but she's just overshadowed. So I don't think, and I don't think her bond with Matt is going very far at this no, point. Neither. I think it's fizzling out. I think he was pretty attracted to her off the bat, but now there's some new, some shiny has I don't know who said it, but a bunch of girls kept saying it. Something shiny and new is here. And Matt's going to take Matt's attention. Yeah. Mari got that. Nothing happens. Cocktail party is where shit starts to go down. Because there are uh, some girls get some good one-on-one time, but I don't notice because this is when they cut in the um, escort thing that is brought up by Anna and Oof. piled on <laughs> by Victoria but yeah just ridiculous literally because she knows all the rich men in chicago there is a rumor she might be an escort and victoria goes oh oh my god well it doesn't (laughs) shock me because she's lacks a lot of class i got serial killer she said actually i think during the first fucking rose ceremony serial killer vibes about her for doing literally nothing but existing that is a huge accusation like wild an impression she wasn't bennett like what are you talking about like if bennett walks in and you say okay that's a serial killer i get it but what the fuck are you talking about yeah because bennett literally looks like he literally looks like american psycho so like that makes sense this girl does not look like any serial killers i've ever seen no on any tv show and i watch a lot of tv shows about serial killers you can't just like say shit like that after the fact you can't be like oh my god i got like serial killer vibes from her so like yeah she's totally an escort (laughs) related but anna then goes and like tells piper and then tells like everybody throughout this date and then like matt james gives the rose to brie because during all of this he has a great conversation with brie that is so fully overshadowed love her everything she makes me feel hot (laughs) Like, I don't know what it is about her, but, like, I just want to see more of her. She's hot. My prediction for her, we're seeing a lot of her, so I don't think she's the one. I think they'd hide her more, but I think she's top two. I think it's between her and Michelle at this Michelle point. is now, I mean, we'll see if she keeps this high, but, oh, I can't as wait a, to get into that. One-on-one with him, like, she's, she's top material. He even... Oh, my God, we'll talk about it. He we'll says, I've about. seen everything I need to see. We could just say it, because he's with her. Like, like, I know everything I need to know. He literally That's was, I don't, he was like, I don't want to say, like, I don't want to scare you, but like, is that what he said? Word for word? I can't remember. I don't remember. I don't want to scare you necessarily, but also there was just a lot going on because <laughs> they kept flipping like, back to other things. He was like, I don't want to scare you, but, and I'm like, oh my God, like we're fully having like a Clara Dale moment right now. <laughs> Such a real... <laughs> so good and so refreshing and he felt like a better man when he was with her oh my heart god damn it but first we have to talk about anna confronting Brittany 
in front of all the other girls, first of all, <sighs> and saying, so I just, you know, I have heard from some girls like who have messaged me on Instagram about you from the Chicago social scene and, you know, that you might be an escort. And I just wanted you to like, let you address them. <laughs> and Brittany, without like missing a fucking beat goes, you've been telling people that like, she's coming at her as the group, as the voice of the group, because she's the one, like, I also feel like Anna's having a moment right now where she may have some regrets about going like about sharing this secret with a couple girls so she's like uh-huh. I have to just let it out I think you're right I think that's exactly what it is she's like oh shoot I fucked up and instead she does this in, in a way where she's immediately called on her bullshit going like wait you've been saying that about me and she says that's a I know that's a horrible thing to say about somebody it's all no offense but basically it's 100 you're right that's the entire energy of Anna this whole it's so bad and awful and she's like that's not true at all she's flustered and trying to hold like she does a really great job of holding her composure while being accused of this but when she's talking and saying like you know I that's not true at all so it's really kind of hard for me to sit here with you all coming at me with something like that like that's a pretty horrible fucking thing and Ryan speak says something like she's really great the whole time just like standing next to her she's one of the other new girls and like was talking about how like none of this is true and she they're just saying horrible things and like being awful to her right now yeah she had like an in the moment yeah she she had a good narration like I literally cannot believe that this kind of rumor would be talked about about, yeah like like, just disgusted by what's going on because she's also new to this so she hasn't fallen victim to this Victoria bullshit because here's that as Britney's like saying like this is fucking hard having you guys come at me Victoria says, so, well, so get out then. Just get out of the house. Well, get go out. Home. Just go home. Just go home. And laughs. And she laughs with a girl sitting next to her. And I thought I knew who was sitting next to her. And I did a double take. I checked the fucking dress. And the girl, and I checked the clip to see if it was edited. And maybe it was after a different word. But it was with Victoria laughing and saying, well, so just get out of the house then. Go home. It was Abigail. It was Abigail. They've been editing Abigail's face out of all these group confrontations. Because she's clearly a front runner and they're trying to make her look good. But she was sitting. So what are you saying that she was doing? She was with Victoria laughing at Brittany saying, get out of the house yeah like doing like doing this like leaning into each other and like laughing and giggling like you could see her body laughing we yeah we did see that I just I didn't care to go back and look it was Abigail oh no we are not a stan I mean we need to see more but like that's not I'm that's some petty shit you know honestly I don't have much to back this up but like Every time we do see Abigail like talking, she's, she she's kind of shady because she talks to a lot of girls. Like every time there's like a moment where somebody's struggling or like something's happening, she's kind of there like talking. And I don't know if it's like positive energy or if it's kind of- I thought it was positive energy because I know Marilyn cried to her. Yeah. But she's had other moments- But since then, like the Sarah moment, she was looking, she said something. I don't remember specifics. But she, there was like just an offhand comment that made me go. And she's always sitting next to the girls saying all this shit, you know? That's what I'm catching too. I'm like, yeah. And they're cutting her out of the frames, which is obvious move because they're painting her a certain way. We've seen them do that and protect front runners this way before. I mean, the first thing I think of is Chantel from Bad Womack sees him, but there's someone else. Um, Chantel, though, she was like, slotted to be bachelorette so the producers loved her she was a total favorite and she was the villain and they made michelle money seem like the villain but there's someone else i'm thinking of oh vanessa in particular from nick's season that's the biggest one i'm thinking of the others were more like and eh, they were whatever but Vi- what what was vanessa like? vanessa had a whole beef with rachel oh and a whole fight like in the like when they were down to like a few people you know like 
five or whatever. See it? No, they fully edited it out because wow. Vanessa won and Rachel with Bachelorette. Wow. Yeah. Well, so, I, this they, is a, this doesn't quite this doesn't no. It me. I mean, as of now, I don't think it's like there's one clear beef happening with. Yeah. But I feel like she's complicit and like with all of this behavior and and piling on and going on yeah yeah not cute not cute no No. yeah that's my that's the only thing I really wanted to get to about this whole drama and let's talk about Michelle (laughs) love Michelle so she gets the one-on-one date and everyone's so fucking pissed couldn't furious seething fuming fuck off fuck off and a little hot air balloon date it's great this date is just like, I can't even say too many specifics about it, but the energy felt so different. It was so fresh. It was refreshing. Oh, like, it's very telling that the first part of their date was zip lining, and it was such a boring environment. Like, they literally looked like they were in an empty park, and they were just, like, zip lining through the trees, and it was, like, pretty because of all the, like, fall colors. And yeah. Stuff. But it totally looked like they were at like a utility, like electric utility, like lot where there's just all. Because they can't be in Costa Rica where they normally. Right, exactly, exactly. But at this, like for most other girls, I feel like he, this would have been kind of, I don't know, not a great date, but it was perfect for them. It was so perfect because I felt like it was the right level of having a chance to get to know each other while there was an activity to keep things, something to do and talk about yeah so it never felt like there were no moments where it got slow ever with them it always felt to flow naturally that's what I was talking about last week like give me the adventures give me all that because (laughs) I was thinking that too because seriously like these kind of dates are good for for actually I kind of take back what I just said about how this date wouldn't go well for other girls I think it's a perfect date for anybody yeah because now that I think about it like all of the other serious bullshit, the picnics during the day and then the dinner date, it's like no one wants to do that on a first date with somebody they barely know who's in a polyamorous relationship with like 20 other women. Literally. Like, do something fun. Like just relax. Like relax. You don't need the whole date to just be like so intense. 100%. Yeah, I just felt like Matt seemed so cool and chill and nice and like better. I don't know. I liked Matt more when I saw him with Michelle. They talk like she's a teacher. They talk about kids and like being like the passion she has for it and all that. She said something about how she realized she had a passion for helping people. It was like, I could just do this. This could be my job and did it. And I just think that was such a great story for her. I loved it. Yeah, it seemed genuine as opposed to like, I don't know sometimes that can come off weird it can usually come off like I'm a selfless teacher right it's hard to convey that without sounding cliche god you know what's really incredible about her and why she's probably so chill she didn't create an Instagram until April 2020 and she has five posts on it and as of like Monday she had 5,000 followers wow with her name already being out so like before because you know she didn't have a following before she had a few photos up and like she had five like photos up and two of them were about the bachelor at that point so like were for promotional purposes right she's not a fucking influencer she's not an Instagram girl she's the real fucking deal and I saw that because I saw that I was studying up Monday because I was bored at work. Yeah. And so I was like looking at the bachelor profiles and I was like, oh, whoa. Because I clicked on their Instagrams and checked them all. And when I looked and saw, I thought it wouldn't load. (laughs) It's like, what's wrong? Yeah. No, there just aren't that many posts. I love that. Yeah. She's so like, she doesn't seem at all influenced by her surroundings like she's so grounded incredible yeah he seemed to feel the same way because he said he never felt more like himself like it was so into it natural like that he was so excited to give her a rose yeah loved it it was great in this moment when she was talking about teaching he was listening Mm -hmm. he didn't look like he wanted to Uh uh-huh 
He looked like he was actually- He listening. didn't say the same things he always says to all the no. other girls. No, he didn't, like, he was just, he wasn't lost in her, like, I don't know what he, he wasn't. He wasn't just going with the motions the way he's been going with the motions. Yeah. We got to move on though, because we have a whole other date. We got to blast through it. And we've been talking a long time because we got mad at some girls. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, this date was fantastic. I hope to see more of her and talk more about her in the future. So Lovely. we'll put a pin in it. It was fantastic. We get a boxing date with Wells, narrated by Wells Adams, whom I adore. But boxing, good God, again can are we not more fighting put them in little outfits make them beat each other up serena p takes a real hit to the nose so you know matt cancels it because he likes her but i think that's funny (laughs) no because it was funny wearing gloves it reminded me of like when my puppy was like in my lap and she had her favorite toy dinosaur and she flung her head back and like fractured my nose Phoebe I know it literally it did more damage than like my nose had just recovered when I um got beaten up in a bar and that took like a week to recover Phoebe's took like a month (laughs) Phoebe did more damage than those like five bitches who like jumped me in a bar did she at least give you like a lot of cuddles obviously she was like so bad she was so like tiny too except for her giant fucking skull and she had her pup, her sad puppy eyes all the she time. did, because you know, like, she's the sweetest thing you've ever fucking seen. And she, totally. like, after that, all she did was like, okay, so you want to cuddle? Like, I'll just cuddle, right? Like, <laughs> okay, I'll be on top of you. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, my God. I love that. I didn't do anything wrong. I don't, I don't know. I'm a puppy. Oh. So great. Anyway, yeah, that's what that reminded me of, because, like, they're all friends and she got bonked in the nose and it hurt more than she was expecting like yeah. that's really what it is it's like you're not ready for it you're shocked it hurts it does hurt <laughs> but like you're fine but Matt calls it quits ends the day gets to a cocktail party this is where we see all the girls sort of piling on each other like because there there are no new girls on the date and they keep saying things like thank god I love us <laughs> like us original <laughs> girls like all this stuff and that's when it starts going off and that's when Katie says look, we're all, you know, entitled to our feelings and try, like, I know it's hard right now, but like, you, you're being ridiculous. These girls didn't ask for this shit. You can't keep just shit talking. They all kind of blow her off. So then we end the episode with the cliffhanger of her telling Matt and the, with the little line of they're spreading rumors that could literally ruin someone's life. Yep. Which is true. Again, like Kate, and I like that she doesn't name names. No, she's so good about it because she doesn't say Britney's the one falling victim to the rumors. She's like, keeps everyone's names out of it. Just says, there's a lot going on and you need to step in at this point. I think it was good that she asked him to take care of it because I think so often, like, we don't know, we don't think of doing that. We're just like, oh, I got to be the person to like- But she does it so well. So props to you, Katie. Like you were amazing this episode, as always. Praise also. Katie. Um, Riley from Tasha Claire's season tweeted something about like, oh shoot, I gotta like find Katie's Instagram handle like after during the episode. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh damn. And she replied with a little like wave. <laughs> so. I hope Katie has great options, but I'd also love for her to have, you know, a paradise moment, a bachelorette moment. Who knows? She could pull a Caitlin Bristow on us. Oh, she would be an awesome bachelorette. Because I mean, just the emotional maturity and just like the ability, the conflict resolution. <laughs> yeah, it's just astounding. resolution skills. It's astounding. God damn, love her hate so much of what happened this episode but at least we got some really great highlights anything else before we close this one out nope I think that we've really exhausted all our feelings (laughs) about them yeah definitely well hopefully next week we see all of this blow up in their faces I want to see Victoria and Anna gone because of this I want it specifically because of this yeah me too 
So here's hoping. Positive vibes only. How fucking long is Victoria going to last? When can she go home? My hope is next week. Yeah. I know they're trying, they would try to extend it, but I feel like with Katie bringing it to Matt's attention at this point, if he sees even an ounce of what's going on. Yeah. Like if she, if Michelle says that Victoria is being insane in the house to these girls. Oof. Yeah. Michelle's got. Michelle has power right now. She totally does because he will trust her. And I hope she uses it, but we don't really know. She hasn't been in the house that much with the girls because she had a one-on-one date and didn't go on a group date with any of them. So it'll be interesting to see if she gets involved at all, but she is falling. She is victimized in the house because all the new girls are, especially when she got the group, the one-on-one date, but that wasn't specific Victoria, which would be my only fear because Victoria wasn't there, literally wasn't there to victimize her. Right. The only reason. Seriously. Well, we do see a little glimpse of Victoria next week getting physically ill on the floor. That was her, right? Good God. I don't even know. Probably. I feel so sick. Yeah. On the floor, like bent over. There was definitely some of that. It's just whether or not whose voice is what clipped when and whose head things are. Sometimes I can't tell, but I think you're right. I think it was Victoria on the floor. I feel so sick. And she's wearing like a pumpkin orange satin. Well, that's definitely Victoria. Oh, God. (laughs) Without a doubt. If you say pumpkin orange. Yep. I believe that. (laughs) Good God. I thought you were about to say she was in the pumpkin boats. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, which is a great way to finish off the episode, though, because I was thinking the pumpkin boat was the the credit scene. It wasn't. It was Maggie, but it was Maggie saying that she loves to dance <laughs> and matt james and oh, no. she asked matt james to show because i love it he's like you want to dance and she's like no i want to see you dance love that love Same. that first of all Same. that was awesome but his choice julia is to do a tiktok dance a choreographed tiktok dance for this poor brilliant doctor Ethiopian woman who <laughs> likes to actually dance and be and she has the funniest smile on her face because it's so genuine and then you see and it doesn't change but the look in her eyes as she immediately her vagina boards up <laughs> <laughs> and then she and, I love the way that they cut it because she's all um it was so funny and then she just like literally like, sits up on her knees and like has her hands in her face and is like <laughs> yeah that was great it was also what do you think uh yeah and then it cuts out <laughs> oh a my plus God. editing a plus now please just get Never rid of the cold again. open because some of your choices are brilliant but you have a d because that cold open brings you down so far so far next week we're gonna get one though oh my god what do you think <laughs> next week's cold open moment is gonna be i think it's gonna be going, i feel so sick yeah. <laughs> <Duh>, obviously <laughs> all right well can't wait to see you next week when we talk about what we're about we just I- said <laughs> what we just said week five (laughs) the exact that cold open that's what we'll start with being pissed as we always are (laughs) annoying bye Bye.